All right. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. It is Podcast Thursday with the Intrinsic Value Wealth Report Radio. It is Thursday, August 27th. Um, so we'll start out with uh, the headline um, article uh, for this week, which is entitled, um, Is the Perfect Storm Forming? And so here's, uh, here's my thoughts on that. Um, for quite some time, we've been warning uh, that the stock market, in our opinion, is uh, overvalued, in fact, very overvalued. Um, and so uh, this past week, we actually, uh, and as you know, the, the index, is particularly the S&P 500 index and, and the Dow as well, have been reaching the new highs um, on a continuous basis uh, for at least the last couple of weeks. Um, this week, or actually this past week, uh, we reached a, a milestone uh, at least when it was uh, recorded and recognized, in that the median stock in the S&P 500 is at the 100th percentile of its valuation um, in uh, a very, very long time, like the last 40 years. This is according to Goldman Sachs. When we say it's at the 100th percentile, that means it can't, can't go any higher. It's as high as it's ever been. And when we say the median stock, we're talking about not just the five stocks that we've been talking about, um, as you know, making this pushing the, the uh, index up, the S&P 500 index uh, into high valuations. But we're not talking about the median stock in the, of all the 500 stocks uh, in the index. So again, they're at the, the highest valuation um, that they've, uh, they've been at 100th percentile in at least the last 40 years. What does that mean? That means that the broad market, not just those five stocks that we've been talking about, uh, those five stocks, by the way, are um, Amazon, Apple, Alphabet, which is the uh, parent company of Google, uh, and Microsoft, and Netflix, I believe, are the other two. I'll have to look those up, actually. Um, but anyway, five stocks have been really carrying the S&P 500 uh, to, to the extreme valuations. Um, now, the entire market, um, uh, as represented by the S&P 500, is um, showing overvaluation. And by the way, the S&P 500 index itself is in the 98th percentile of historical valuation. So the entire index is 98th percentile of historical valuation. So our warnings that the market has been overvalued um, have, uh, you know, our, our warning now actually has to even uh, increase uh, um, to, a, to another level um, uh, with, with this new, uh, new information. Um, so, it's not just, by the way, this, this median valuation that we're talking about, but there's other indicators that support the overvaluation uh, over thesis as well. Um, as of the close of the market on last Friday, the PDE ratio on historical basis uh, for the S&P 500 was at 29.2, PDE ratio of 29.2. That's the highest we've seen in recent memory. Um, and um, again, a very, very high valuation. By the way, based on our research, um, which goes back many, many years, a normal PDE ratio range for the market or for individual stocks for that matter is in the range of 15 to 18. So with a valuation, valuation of 29.2, as we've been um, suggesting, that's very, 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 very overvalued market. Um, another uh, metric that suggests overvaluation of the entire market is the Schiller PDE, or what's also known as the CAPE, sickly adjusted uh, price earnings ratio. Uh, on August 11th, that rose to a level of 30.63. Uh, 
uh, again, one of the highest levels uh, that that ratio has been in the past century. Um, and then finally, there's a, a very interesting indicator uh, called the Buffett indicator, um, named after uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway chairman and legendary investor Warren Buffett. Um, he didn't invent this indicator, but he certainly commented on it and at one point in time said it was the best indicator for what the uh, uh, for value in the market. And the way that this works, and by the way, think of this as like a price to sales ratio. So um, the, the calculation of the ratio is the market cap um, uh, of public companies uh, measured against the gross domestic product of the economy. So you can think of the gross domestic product as being like the sales because that's, um, that's the level of production that the economy is doing. Uh, so the GDP, uh, think of that as sales. And think of the price in the price to sales ratio as being um, the, uh, uh, the market cap of, of public companies. And so when Buffett's noted in the past that the, that, price, that, that ratio, that price to sales ratio, or that Buffett indicator, um, when it's about one, that's about a fairly valued ratio. Um, at times it's been less than one. Um, so with a, um, with a current market cap for public companies uh, being at 35.7 trillion and the GDP um, just uh, recently reported a, uh, a metric of 19.4 trillion. So market cap 35.7 trillion uh, the GDP, kind of the sales part of that ratio, 19.4 trillion, that actually comes out to be a 1.85 times uh, multiple. So again, thinking like a price to sales multiple, we're talking now 1.85. Um, and the normal ranges um, are brought down probably closer to one. Um, now, there is some criticism uh, to talking about the, uh, the metric this way. Um, and, you know, some suggest that the the, uh, that this metric has actually been increasing to be, you know, to get a fair valuation. So something greater than one, but at 1.85, no matter how you, um, no matter how you look at it, that's uh, that's very overvalued. So all indicators point to a very, very overvalued market. Now, does that mean the market's going to crash anytime soon? We don't know. Uh, all we can tell you is that the market's overvalued. When markets get overvalued, they do tend to. Um, uh, correct at some point in time. Can't tell you when that's going to happen. Sometimes markets stay revalued for very, very long periods of time. Um, but against this backdrop, um, we have to look at what's going on in the economy, uh, in the broader world. So we still have a coronavirus. Um, and while it looks like the coronavirus, uh, you know, they have vaccines for it and treatments, um, and it looks like that could possibly be under control by the end of the year or very, very first part of uh, next year, first quarter of next year. Um, it's still with us right now, still doing damage to the economy. Uh, many states and localities are, are, have opened back up and are now closing back down again, uh, which in itself creates a lot of uncertainty. Um, so the coronavirus situation is still with us. Unemployment's the highest it's been in a decade. This way, by the way, before, uh, before March, when we went into this pandemic situation, unemployment was the lowest it had been ever. Uh, and now we're at the highest. Um, highest unemployment we've seen in a decade. Second quarter GDP was down about 32%, um, but puts it well, well, well in, you know, in, in below recession numbers, probably into depression if you really measure it correctly. 
Um, and then there's, you know, a lot of debate about how quickly the economy can recover. Um, uh, the Federal Reserve and IMF and others have suggested it could be a, 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 up to a decade for recovery. Um, uh, some people say that, or many people say that it's going to be at least a couple of years out. Um, uh, but in any case, that, that's a long time for economic recovery. Um, the government has been taking on massive amounts of debt to uh, fund their stimulus efforts. Um, and uh, businesses, consumers, and the government, by the way, before we started the pandemic, were already heavily in debt. Uh, that situ situation has only increased. And another indicator which is worth looking at is that corporate earnings for the S&P 500 uh, have declined to a level of 116 from 132.39 a year ago. Um, so for the S&P, 116 currently, 132.9 a year ago. So substantial decline in corporate earnings. Um, and, uh, and that continues to get worse. And as we've seen, many, many companies going out of business, filing for bankruptcy, laying people off in, uh, in vast numbers. Um, we're just in a situation where the economy is, is still um, in very, very unsettled, well, really in, in, um, um, in uh, you know, very, um, very, very bad territory, frankly. Um, we're coming into the elections here uh, very, very shortly, in just a couple of months. Uh, we're in a very divisive and hostile and contentious um, political situation, as we always have been for now for quite some time. But things are heating up now as the elections approach. So we're looking at a very, very overvalued market with a very uncertain economic and political um, and global climate uh, on almost all fronts. Um, and so, uh, you know, this the idea is, is the title of this uh, headline article suggests, um, you know, we quite likely may be setting things up for the perfect storm. Uh, uh, and Another article I want to refer you guys to, as I do often, is uh, the article that I, or the chart I published um, uh, some time ago. Um, you can look in the uh, commentary to reference that chart, where we show what happens when the uh, price earnings ratios um, get high. We measure the price earnings ratios against the um, subsequent 10 year uh, return on the market. And we see that about 20% of the time, the market has just been, been wrong. Um, and uh, I think the market could quietly be wrong right now. But when we get into these high, high ratios, by the way, the ratio we're looking at now is much, much higher. It's, it's actually off the chart um, that I, I published before. So we're, we're in a very, very overvalued situation, uh, higher ratios than we've seen um, in a long time um, and in, you know, in historical terms. So how should one, uh, how should one invest in this environment? Well, um, as as I've been saying, and I, and I still maintain this position, um, you know, if you have an investment program, uh, keep it going, um, especially if you're for younger people. Um, you know, if you look out, uh, you know, 20, 30 years from now, um, this market won't look so bad, even, you know, by historical norms. Um, but that's gonna, you know, that's, that's a long time frame out. Um, if you are a young person and you haven't started an investment program, I would suggest you do that. I would suggest that in any market climate. Um, but very, very, very important, do not jump into this market in a big way. This is one of the most overvalued markets we've probably ever seen, um, one of the worst economic climates we've ever seen, economic and political climates. So it's, 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 that overall situation is not good. We 
quite likely could be looking at the, uh, the perfect storm. We just don't know. All we can tell you is that the market um, is certainly overvalued. I don't think there's too many people that uh, disagree with that. And there's a lot of concern and anxiety about um, uh, you know, the quite likely, uh, quite likely possibility um, that the, the market could correct uh, in this environment. So uh, that is it for today. Um, we will uh, pick back up again next week and see how things are doing. Thanks for joining us and uh, uh, until next week.